0: You're listening to The Whatcom Report, a Bellingham Regional Chamber of Commerce program in partnership with
1: KGMI.
2: Good morning and welcome to The Whatcom Report. I am your very raspy host this morning, Gaia Chagrasso, President and CEO of the Bellingham Regional Chamber of Commerce. Uh, the Rock Report is a program of the Chamber in partnership with KGMI Talk. And this morning, it's interesting because I'm a little under the weather. Um, is gonna be about health, but a different perspective on health, Uh, or maybe a few different lenses to use. I mean, for the last two, three years, we've had this in-depth look at health, particularly public health, but this morning I have two amazing professionals on the show and we're gonna have a little different perspective, a little different look on what health is and means for us as humans, as individuals, Uh, Maybe a little bit even as in community as well. So stay tuned, grab your cup of coffee or tea, as I'm going to do, and stay tuned and we will be right back to continue the conversation.
1: Years.
0: Why West Edge Credit Union? Because they're all about the community. Of course I like that West Edge has low interest rates and loan specials, but what I really love is that West Edge partners with local nonprofit and City of Bellingham organizations. Plus they put on events like Community Shred, and they talk to me like I'm a real person, not an account number. West Edge really cares.
3: Join West Edge Credit Union today. West Edge is federally insured by NCUA. West Edge Credit Union, on the corner of Jameson, Alabama, in Bellingham. Join us each weekday at 4 p.m. for KGMI
1: Connects. Don't miss KGMI Connects this Tuesday, September 27th, as we host a live debate between Republican Simon Sefsick and Democrat Sharon Shoemake. Candidates for the State Senate from Whatcom County's 42nd District. Once again, that's this Tuesday, September 27th from 4 till 5 p.m. KGMI
3: connects on KGMI Talk 790, 96.5 FM and KGMI.com.
2: Welcome back to The Walk Report. As promised, we're going to have a different conversation on health today. And as I mentioned in the first little tiny segment, Uh, We have two amazing professionals from the Bellingham uh, region on the call with us this morning, Um, and so I'm super excited because I know both of these ladies as amazing professionals, uh, and I'm looking forward to learning so much this morning. So as we normally do, we need to know who we're talking to, and so I am going to ask uh, Summer if you could tell us a little about yourself and your business and your industry.
4: Sure. So uh, I am s- a Bellingham transplant. I moved here and I finished my undergrad and graduate degree in kinesiology at Western. And I loved Be- Bellingham so much that I decided to stick around and start a couple businesses here. And so uh, after graduate school, I started Fit Body Wellness, which was private personal training and yoga services and started integrating movement and mindset uh, with the actual physical piece. And then in 2017, I started the flow shala, which is the group, the group fitness version of that. Uh, I also have a real estate license. And so I work with Molyot Group. And so I consider myself an entrepreneur for life. And I really chose Bellingham because I really love how much we support the small business community and entrepreneurs. And I did a small stint in New York City after grad school, but came back here and realized I really wanted to be a part of the downtown Business community. So I'm currently in the Blackburn, the historical Blackburn building, which overlooks the waterfront project. We have a 2400 square foot studio and we are an international hub for movement and mindset coaching. And we work with people all around the world in our hybrid virtual studio and we produce online courses, educational courses for movement and mindset as well.
2: And so, just again, trying to maybe ask questions that I may already know the answer to, but not everyone does. Um, when you say movement, uh, what specific and it sounds maybe a little elementary, but what what are you what is movement? What is not movement? Maybe I should sport it that way.
4: Sure. So there is a trend in the fitness industry where we're transitioning from personal training, which is somebody observing you and counting your reps and showing you form to movement education. And so I've done the work to coach movement coaches. And so I use that term, which is a newer term, to attract a specific type of client that's really ready to work on movement education versus the old school model of just strictly personal training. And for all intents and purposes, it is, they are, the two are somewhat similar, as in you're coming in, you have a a, person, a coach there that's meeting you, but it's just taking you a step further than just, am I doing this exercise correctly? It's more program design and wellness coaching integrated, as well as like a very keen eye to the kinesiology of the movement and the the structure and the form as well. So that's why we call it movement coaching.
2: Got it. Thank you for going that little bit extra there. So additionally uh, to summer, we have Karen on the call or on the show, excuse me. Um, And so Karen, give us a little bit about uh, who you are and your business as well.
5: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I am a psychotherapist by training um, since 2007. And uh, I actually summer, I also had a stint in New York City which I didn't know you had and um, chose Bellingham as the place to put my roots down in 2010. And since then I've had a private practice and then in 2015 added an associate and then four and then 20. And now we have five psychiatrists and 20 some odd counselors. And we have an apprenticeship program for associates in counseling And we also have a ketamine treatment center. So we do ketamine assisted psychotherapy. And um, our goal really is to become the first psychedelic center in Northwest Washington. So hopefully that will be happening as the FDA approves psychedelic medicine as soon as next year. Um, But we really have an integrated approach, which makes us different, maybe than other counseling, psychiatry clinics that people are familiar with, and that we believe in the whole person. So we offer acupuncture and massage, and we're hiring a naturopath. And so we really want people to be empowered, educated about their own physical, emotional, spiritual health and well-being. We also just bought a building downtown. And so we have a a downtown location, 10,000 square feet with a yoga studio and a conference room for other therapists to come in and give presentations. So we really wanna start becoming a hub for interesting uses of therapy.
2: Got it. So one of the, and you and I have had a a conversation or two on this uh, somewhat recently so the psychedelic component uh go into that a little bit more because i think that can be a little scary for some people i think i think you've associated psychedelics as drugs and drugs is bad um yeah so how do you approach that especially as kind of a newer thing
5: yeah yeah, this is really the this is the cutting edge of our culture right now, is that we have been programmed and fed a lot of messages around the danger of what, I'm using air quotes, drugs. And what's actually true is that for the extent of our human civilization, we've been using altered states of consciousness to promote expansion, growth, well-being. And this is a sort of a medical recognition of that. So if you go into all the clinical trials that have been happening over the past seven years, there are no adverse side effects. There's no level of addiction. So it's really rewriting what we've been trained or taught more in the mainstream so far. But I think that's really changing. I mean, you must have seen Michael Pollan's documentary. (laughs) There's so many things coming out in the New York Times. Um, Really now uh, becoming a cultural norm that these medicines have been used by humans for years, thousands of years, and are actually safe. So it's an individual conversation, but it's also a cultural conversation I think we're having.
2: Yeah, I think that's uh, really fascinating. And I think we'll maybe touch on that uh, later on in the show too, because I think it's, again, knowing both of you uh, fairly well, and both of you are so committed to safety of your clients. And so I think it's um, it's really interesting when you look at I, I'm going to say new technologies with new technologies may not be that new, you know, at all. And so we are to our first break. Uh, so stay tuned and we will be right back.
0: What makes your team look more professional and carry a bold statement that they're proud to work for your company? A crisp company logo shirt or uniform from Bergen. Blackcomb County's local logo apparel experts. Bergen pairs their commitment to personal service with professional results, specializing in embroidery, heat application, screen printing, and all kinds of logoed promotional products. Your company apparel should reflect the standards of your business. And when your team wears Bergen's customized apparel, it will. Bergen's new owners understand the importance of your image. They go the extra mile to provide crisp logo apparel. They guarantee that the order will be completed on time to your specifications. With a smile. Elevate your company brand with Bergen customized company apparel. From polos to sweatshirts, ball caps to bags, and more, Bergen does it all. Give them a call to get a quote within 24 hours or stop by the showroom Monday through Thursday on Iron Gate in Bellingham and online at bergenembroidery.com.
6: Hey, at our startup, my team and I move at the speed of tech 24 7. And every single day, it's information overload. It's coming at me from all directions. And you know what? Bottom line, I just need the news that matters. So where do I turn? Local radio and TV. I want to hear from people who live and work in my town. They give me the real story with information I know I can rely on. So where else can I find out what's happening in my community? Weather and traffic, things that affect my family and my business. I want to stay informed by sources I trust. My local radio and TV stations for the best entertainment, sports, news, traffic, and weather with no agenda and more reliable than other platforms. So if you ask me for the information I want anytime, anywhere, I stay local. Support your local station. Text RADIO to 52886 today. Furnished by the NAB and this station. Message and data rates may apply. Reply STOP to opt out.
1: The opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group.
2: Welcome back to The Walker Report. I'm your host, Guy Trigrasso, President and CEO of the Bellingham Regional Chamber of Commerce. The Walker Report is a program of the Chamber in partnership with KGMI. And we're here with Summer Huntington, Karen King, uh, talking about health. Uh, it's it kind of... Putting together the idea of the show, I call it a mid-year health update, Um, especially when we've been so consumed over the last few years with public health and medical health. And again, as I say, with a little bit of a raspy voice right now, and both of these amazing professionals in our community um, engage the health sector through um, physical and movement health and mental health. And I think we're learning a lot on the, the importance of both of those. We're, learn, we're learning even more on the importance of both of those. And so the question that I, I'm just curious on, and again, I'm not going to call on anyone specific unless there's dead air because we don't like dead <laughs> air on the radio, um, is what is health uh, in your perspective?
4: So. I love this. <laughs> I love this question, if, if Karen. I'll, I'll to, kick it off and then yeah. the I'll people. kind of I'll lay the bones because we got like the physical body and then we'll transition into like consciousness and mental body because the two are so interconnected. And I know,
5: yeah, but, but is there unfair. really a separation, Summer?
4: <laughs> no, the body. <laughs> I just call it the body mind. Yeah, the mind, the body mind. Yeah,
5: great.
4: So, sure, my perspective on health. It's definitely a little bit more of a non-conventional approach, um, but the three tenants that we focus on at Floshala with the fourth tenant interwoven, it's movement, mindset, and nutrition. So the movement piece, we educate our clients on how to optimize recovery-based training. And so we're looking at how do we train the nervous system to be able to digest the stress response, to be able to metabolize the cortisol and adrenaline that we are experiencing through our daily life, all the things that put us in these like little micro stress moments throughout the day. How can we optimize our movement training so that we're not continuing to elevate the cortisol and adrenaline and epinephrine, the stress response, and we're actually able to uh, program our movement practice in a way that that optimizes that. So at the flow you'll see we work with some non-conventional tools such as steel mace, uh, ancient clubs, kettlebells, we don't have any machines in our facility. Another reason why we call it movement is we're learning how to move against gravity with uh, these integrated tools. And the second piece of movement that's a little unconventional for us is um, how do we train, how do we integrate like mindset coaching into our movement training? So we're we're constantly integrating principles of, of training flow or being in a state of flow. You probably heard flow state kind of bouncing around the wellness and yoga community for a while, but there actually is a lot of importance to integrating flow state into training. So getting out of um our like pre they call it prefrontal cortex sympathetic nervous system tone and dropping into a deeper um, and more connected brainwave state, which is flow state. So um yeah I'd love to just kind of we can share this question. I feel like there's segues. So I'd love there's to hear from here. Karen.
2: Like, this is a <laughs> yeah. big, big question, right? Like yeah. we can yeah. spin 40 episodes of the Walk report unpacking this. And yeah, so, let's
5: and... do that. That sounds fun. <laughs> so um somewhere, I'm I'm sort of I'm like looking for parallels and also wanting to jump off of what you're saying. And I'm recognizing that in psychotherapy right now, there's a really, there's a shared language around nervous system, um, fight or flight, uh the vasovagal response and all of this education that new therapists um, are getting about trauma and how the body responds to trauma. And so I think what we would say in our work is that we also help the client through psychoeducation understand what's happening as they respond to the world. Maybe we could say like they're responding to gravity in um, emotional gravity, which is like Emotionally complex situations, driving down the street, interacting with your neighbors, emotional gravity, Um, all these things come up. And so we provide psychoeducational tools. But then at the same time, therapy is so amorphous. There's no one program that works. There's no one approach. I mean, all the research says that actually it is the relationship, not the technique that helps people grow and change and heal. So. you know, our philosophy is varied because we have therapists that are of all different styles, but especially with psychedelic medicine, um, and this is where it gets kind of trippy because this is where I'm really interested in defining health, is defining health is acknowledging the bad things and and learning how to live with the, um, the unlivable things, the hard things, and also have joy and that is the thing that psychedelic work does and i could describe how it does it neurobiologically um but that's what's interesting to me is that it creates a tolerance for experiencing these really painful things that we've had to hide or create coping mechanisms around so i see it as similar to your work summer you know people create emotional and physical patterns and we're both sort of helping them learn what those are and then have other options. If that makes sense.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd love to springboard from there cuz I I think sure. there, I think there's just there's just so much crossover and I love hearing that that's that you guys are as as a community of therapists more on the education side of things cuz I think the more that we help educate our clients on these tools for Mm self-regulation, that they can make it meaningful for them and they can find the right routine that supports them in their spiritual health, mental health, physical health. Um, I wanted to add the layer of community, which I think you touched Mm -hmm. on briefly. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the the core tenants that we're educating people on to help with the behavioral change aspect that we do, it's, it's like, all right, let's get our workouts planned and, you know, time management piece you know, show up for these specific days in this specific order, integrate your low intensity days, integrate your self-care and your rest days so that you can optimize your nervous system. That covers movement. And then you've got this other bucket of new nu- of nutrition. It's like, all right, let's adopt an ancestral health uh, regimen where we're eating things that are mostly grown in nature, you know, getting rid of processed foods and, and sugars and inflammatory foods and educating our clients on And I mean, a lot of this information is out there, but it's like the behavioral change strategy is really, really where we come in. It's like having that relationship with coach where the coach sees your barriers and allows you to come up with your own solutions and witnesses you in that moment. And I think that's really where we stand apart from other yoga studios, because oftentimes yoga studios don't offer this level of mindset coaching integrated, the behavioral change piece. So you got your nutrition bucket and then you have your mindset where you give very simple prompts daily 10 minute of meditation and 10 minute of journaling uh 10 minutes of journaling with specific prompts emotional check-in physical check-in things you want to manifest for the day things you want to release so when you can simplify these core three tenets of movement mindset nutrition into these like it's almost like checklist items you know it's like all right they're simple and they're easy to understand and they make a huge difference and then the overarching connection piece of you have a connection with your group coach, you have an att- a connection with your uh, private coach, your private one-on-one trainer if you choose to do the private sessions. And then you have this connection with your peers. So that's where the community piece is interwoven because you have accountability and all these other levels of being witnessed in the group container if that's your jam or in the one-on-one if that's your ideal container. Um, And then community events and such, so we're really trying to integrate and have that community thread woven through, so that people feel seen, they create relationships and it's like a muscle like we have after post pandemic times like we really have to exercise that muscle. Because, you know we've been interacting through screens for a long time and um, it's important to have those face to face connections too.
5: Gosh, that's so true, Summer. I mean, our whole, and this is probably true for you, I'm imagining, our whole industry has completely transformed to telehealth. Um, We have, like I said, 20 some odd therapists, and maybe four or five are in the office regularly. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's a whole new landscape we're exploring. And one of the things that we do that is community-based is the, the ketamine integration group that we run monthly. So we've been doing this ketamine treatment program for a year and a half. We've treated over 150 people. And it's a really unique experience. And you know, people like Guy, you were saying, how do you help people if they're scared about psychedelics? Um people have these very intense mystical experiences that are life-changing, and they don't really have a place to talk about them. Um, And so we really found that people are just craving community around this unique experience that has been life altering for them. So we do that and have found that that has really helped sustain the benefits that they get from the ketamine treatments.
2: The, yeah, and again, there are some times where I strike gold with guests on the show and I did that uh, today. I will take that credit, you are welcome. (laughs) um and one of the th- and i've known this for a, a number of years i've known both of you for a number of years and i'm i'm just could sit and listen like i'm just sitting here like just in awe and learning and like for for people that that listen to the show and listen to me i'm a big believer in education i think in in chamber speak right in the chamber industry we always have this idea of to create a place to live, work, and play, right? Which are some really important components to life and economy and community. Um, A couple of years ago, I kind of changed my own contribution to that to say live, learn, work, and play because we constantly have to learn. Like there's new stuff, right? Innovation at its core is a driver, arguably the driver for business. So the moment that we as a business community do not appreciate education, which leads to that innovation component where it could be scary. And so one of the things that I'm so fascinated with both of you is the two components. Both of you and your practices incorporate this comprehensive body of health. You know, both of you just now just articulated that so well of not just this one thing. Like you know, with Summer, you're not just teaching someone how to move in this one in particular exercise, right? Um You're treating the whole system and both of you are so highly educated um, and you're committed to your industry. And so it's just fascinating. I'm looking forward to continuing the conversation, but we are to our uh, next break. So stay tuned and we'll be right back.
7: No matter what kind of work you do, whether it sounds like this, like this, or even like this. If you have a work injury affecting your performance, Capstone Physical Therapy can help. Capstone Physical Therapy's Return to Work program will get you back to work and back to the activities you enjoy most. The Capstone team of expert physical and occupational therapists will take the time to learn about your injury and your job. They'll create a treatment plan specifically for you that includes evidence-based therapy proven to work. Capstone's L&I-approved Return to Work program is the first of its kind in Whatcom County. With Capstone, you'll perform work-specific rehabilitation activities that focus on getting you back to work and enjoying life. Even if you've tried physical therapy before, not all physical therapy is the same. Discover what sets Capstone apart. Get back to work and back to life with Capstone Physical Therapy. Learn more at capstonept.com.
8: My name is Marcus Fierta and I manage a small business here in Wacom County called Western Solar. Every day I see firsthand the impact good jobs have on the lives of people. Sharon Shoemake is an economist and a mom who brings practical, real-life experience to the State Senate.
4: I became an economist to help people. Now I'm running for State Senate to fix our broken housing market, create jobs, lower taxes on working people, and build an
0: economy that works for everyone.
8: Paid for by People for Sharon, Democrats.
3: Staying connected with your community each Saturday at noon with KGMI's Community Connection as local business leaders share their expert advice. Sponsored by
4: Dewey Griffin Subaru, Ferndale Downtown Association, Lydia Place, UA Local 26, and Lorraine's Window Coverings.
3: Community Connection, Saturdays at noon on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM, and KGMI.com. Mornings are busy. That's why the KGMI Morning News is your perfect ticket to the world. While you rush to get ready, hear the very latest local, state, and national news, your KGMI AccuWeather forecast, sports with Mark Stolten, the latest money news, and all the information you need for a great start to your day. The KGMI Morning News, 6 to 9 a.m. each weekday on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM, and KGMI.com mornings are busy. That's why the KGMI Morning News is your perfect ticket to the world. While you rush to get ready, hear the very latest local, state, and national news, your KGMI AccuWeather forecast, sports with Mark Skolton, the latest money news, and all the information you need for a great start to your day. The KGMI Morning News, 6 to 9 a.m. each weekday on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM, and KGMI.com. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio.
1: A properly operating furnace will guarantee that you stay comfortable as the seasons change. Contact West Mechanical Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electric for a system inspection today at westmechanical.net.
3: Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com.
2: Welcome back to The Walker Report. I'm your host, Matt Grasso President and CEO of the Bellingham Regional Chamber of Commerce. And we're doing, as I said earlier, our mid-year in August health update uh, with Karen King and Summer Huntington, uh, both health professionals in the Bellingham region, uh, both in the mental health, as well as the physical health um, space, industry, if you will. And the, the question that I think is up next for me, in the conversation it is a big one. And how has the pandemic shifted that perspective of health that both of you um, explained? Well, so I'm going to say Karen, yeah. you go up first. OK,
5: gosh, my my head is swimming with thoughts about this. Um there's so many different aspects that involve business, but also um, the practice of therapy. So, you know, let's look at the beginning of the pandemic. All the kids were home. Um, Parents were working. And uh, suddenly all those kids that were in therapy weekly had to do therapy online with their therapist. (laughs) And that was a just a huge transition. And we found that some kids could do it really successfully and some kids could not. Which was really challenging for so many families, struggling already. But then, you know, add the pandemic to it: no daycare, no school, still working. Everybody shifting to remote. Um, that was really a challenging time for our therapists to hold their clients, what they were going through, and also for families in particular. Um, I just don't know how parents with small kids made it through, but they did, attesting to the resiliency of humans. I love it, but. So, that has been a real transition. So, what is that? That's forced therapists to become comfortable with telehealth, which before you could not, you really couldn't meet a therapist who would ever choose telehealth. We were propelled into this and have found we really like it. And that's been, I think, the big shocker um, for clinicians is that they really enjoy having their cat in their office, being at home. Um, And there's an intimacy with being in your client's home with them that has provided just so much fodder Um, people walk in you get to meet family members they'll take you i've had a client show me their closet and how they organize it i mean it's a (laughs) it's a it's been a really useful therapeutic tool and at the same time there's it's really valuable to have in-person meetings and have that physical resonance that really helps relationship i mean i think like you said we're all summer you said we're exercising that muscle of community Um, getting people to come into the therapy office is a challenge because they're really more comfortable at home and maybe they you know there's not necessarily a therapist might not be able to challenge their clients as much as they can in office. So there, there's just a wide variety of dynamics um, when you talk about the practice of therapy. And then also, and I'll be quiet in a second, ketamine has to be in person. So that has been interesting. We've done that all through the pandemic. Um, and so there are these modalities that we're working with, both telehealth and both physical. I think we're just in the middle of a revolution. I think we don't know how this is going to really impact therapy, we're all just kind of going along for the ride. And I'm trying to drive it a little bit. um, But I don't know if that's really possible. I think we just have to evolve with it.
4: Yeah, I mean, there's so many stories I could tell you of the past (laughs) two and a half years of running a brick and mortar studio. So I'll just give you the cliff notes version. But it's important to recognize how the stages of pandemic impacted Mm -hmm. the fitness and yoga industry. So when we first went into lockdown, my studio, I anticipated this happening and it already had the virtual studio set up because I had already been producing online courses for quite a while. And so as we went into lockdown, we were already ready to stream every single live class. And our community, our member community, really appreciated that because you know, when we were locked down and couldn't be with other people, they really looked forward to that screen of 20 plus clients. And then we started getting people from other cities coming as well. And so we had this kind of virtual communities. The community aspect is absolutely still able to be there on the screen. It's just like the art of facilitating that connection and making sure that we're looking into the eyes and we're watching facial nuances. So all of our clients turn their computers on. Nobody is like black screened. And I think that's really key um with the hybrid studio option so you know we went through several different lockdowns where we would be allowed to have like five people in the studio at a time socially distance and all that and then we would have like eight and so and then we get locked down again and so this back and forth was sort of yo-yo over two years you know what I saw looking at it from like a broader perspective is that people learned autonomy they learned to be responsible for purchasing their own fitness equipment and so we saw a big spike in our industry of everyone's buying kettlebells. They're sold out. Like there was manufacturing shortages for kettlebells and even steel mace, which is the tool that we specialize in here at Flow Shala. Um, So, you know, people built their own little home studio so that they had the autonomy to train at home. And I think that's one of the biggest key takeaways is that people actually got more empowered to be able to train at home in the comfort of their own home. And similar, similarly to what Karen shared about clients feeling more safe at home, like we have local clients that live in Bellingham and they prefer to just train at home because they cut down on travel time. They can just go straight into the shower afterwards. They can turn it on. It's more convenient. Like our busy moms that had to arrange childcare and such to be able to be attending a group class now can just turn it on. And so we've made a commitment to be a hybrid studio long term, like we're not changing that. It's kind of seamless, like it's a big virtual station, which I'm looking at right now. And then there's clients all around, but our clients appreciate it because then it cuts down on the barriers like, oh, I'm traveling or I'm going out of town. It's like, awesome. Bring us with you. And so for us as a business, it's been, you know, there's pros and cons. There's some people that prefer only in person. They don't want to mess with hybrid. And so we kind of had to make a choice as a fitness studio brick and mortar we have you know a physical space and so we want to continue to foster that community in the physical space and make most of our our training options virtual as well Mm. not all (laughs) some are some are still there are some that are still strictly in person and i think that's it's cool to offer those unique like fully Mm -hmm. in-person experiences
2: what i'd imagine in both industries Mm -hmm. there are some things you just can't do virtually i mean when we think in chamber world right and a lot of people would assume networking right the shaking of hands the exchange of business cards the spark that starts relationships um it's it's really hard to do that virtually Mm -hmm. and so i i can certainly imagine in each one of your industries that there are some nuances that exist almost exclusively in person because if you i i can and Chantel, our program events coordinators, on the the uh, conversation as well. And so, uh, yeah, it's been this really interesting engagement. And so, Summer, you did mention a tool. And again, I, I, I know how my brain does, and like I hear this word, and then it goes down this rabbit hole. Steel mace. This is not the steel <laughs> mace that we see in medieval... Um, television and movies. This is Actually not. it
4: is. <laughs> definitely but it doesn't is. have
2: the little spike thing. No spikes. On. No, no spikes. spikes.
4: It's a bald so, steel mace.
2: <laughs> a bald steel mace. And again, just wanted just want to set the record straight of like what what the oh tools my gosh. are.
4: Sure. I can definitely expound on that a bit. So most people know what a kettlebell is. It's a big round ball with a handle on it. Think of the steel mace as kind of like the sister of the kettlebell. And so it's been a very popularized tool because it's super easy to carry. You can integrate it into yoga and more functional movement patterns than the kettlebell. So you basically you can move more freely with it and you can train the smaller muscles in your shoulders and in your hips a lot more accessible than a big, heavy kettlebell because they're they're smaller. But even more cool is you feel like an actual warrior when you're training. So you're doing these kind of like biking lunges with like an uppercut. And you're doing these like lateral lunges that make you feel like a ninja. And so what we found with integrating the body mind, because the mind and body are inextricably linked, is that when people train in such a way over time, we're talking like I've had clients that have been consistent, like our client of the year last year had like 280 classes under her belt in wow. social all alive classes. Um, you know, when you train consistently in this way, that's 280 hours that she accumulated of training like a warrior and being in that warrior mindset. And so what I've seen is it's a very empowering tool, especially for women and for men, but especially for women, because it builds this level of competence with wielding a weapon. And it's a safe weapon, like you learn how to manage your weapon. But I think there's something to be said for this element of nervous system training. It's like when you feel confident wielding a tool that could potentially protect you, posture shifts, voice shifts, how you hold yourself, their breath, all these things, these coordinated aspects of training flow start to shift and you gain more confidence and you get more empowered. And those are the two things that people come to us for. Um, they want to be feeling empowered when they train and they want to build their confidence.
2: Yeah. I mean, I've I have used so again, I felt like I could delve into that. I've used the the Mace with Summer before. And it is, it is truly a unique experience. I mean, kind of when you talk about integrating movement it feels more like a tool than like again a weapon right and so it's just really interesting how those things uh whether it's a steel mace or ketamine uh how tools help practices uh within the the health industry
5: and well so, i i want to do you mind if i jump off of what sure yeah, yeah. so so i was just I, was just I was thinking about the links between Warrior and how the practice of therapy and especially psychedelic therapy, we become warriors of compassion. And so instead of wielding steel maces, we are wielding this kind of self-love and self-care and embracing acceptance. Um, but as people become more willing to face that with kindness, they become more resilient. So it's interesting. It's you know it's like a we're embodying the warrior, but we're embodying the warrior of softness. So I just saw a parallel there.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah you touched oh. on resilience which I think is really what people are looking for when they come yeah. to therapy services and or physical training services is they might come to you with the idea of like I want to improve my mental health or for me it's like I want to you know get stronger and tone yeah. up but what they're really coming for is they want to develop this inner sense of resiliency so that they can take yeah. care of themselves and so they're you yeah. investing in their education and investing in that relationship until it becomes automatic. Yeah. But then they leave with such a big toolbox. And I know Karen provides that toolbox as well through these different methods and, you know, the self-care practices that you teach on. It's like they're leaving with this toolbox so that they can be resilient when a stressful situation arises. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: So, yeah. So has the pandemic impacted? I think it has. Um, And so we are to our next break. So stay tuned and we will be right back. You go to great lengths to keep your carpet clean.
0: Kids, get out of the living room.
2: You spend your days scolding loved ones.
0: Honey, take your shoes off.
2: Trying to create an invisible shield to keep all the dirt and stains out.
4: Welcome to our home. And just please stay on the plastic. Okay
7: from summer's barbecue stains to your kids' dirty cleats. Call Swans today or visit them online at swanscarpetcleaning.com.
0: Huge selection and amazing prices. Just two of many reasons to visit Wilson's Furniture when you're shopping for your next furniture purchase. Wilson's, open seven days a week on Pacific Highway in Ferndale and online 24-7 at wilsonhomefurnishings.com. To
3: protect her home and family in a disaster, Karen was willing to wade through water, mud, and
7: Sign up for the CHS Northwest Propane Autofill Program and receive a cellular tank monitor with no monitoring fees. Plus, you'll be able to review your daily tank level readings from your smartphone or tablet. CHS Northwest, everything you need for home and farm. Online at chsnw.com. KPUG
3: is the sports leader,
7: bringing you complete coverage of the Seahawks, Mariners, Huskies,
3: and our high school athletes. We put you in the stands of the biggest games, including the Super Bowl, the World Series, March Madness, and state championships. Plus, KPUG features the best in sports analysis and entertainment, from Dan Patrick and Jim Rohn to Mike Greenberg and our own Mark Skolten. If it's happening in sports, it's on. KPUG 1170, 97.9 FM, kpug 1170.
2: Welcome back to this morning's Walk From Report. Uh, we're doing a show on health, uh, specifically the the physical and movement health as well as mental health. And so, Summer and Karen are on the show with us. And I, I guess the question that I'm really interested in is what what's, what's coming down the pipe? Like what's What's forecast? What's the future of your industries look like? Summer, how about you lead us off?
4: Oh man, there's so much I could uh, bring into that question, but I'll just again summarize it. So, um, I'm a movement coach educator. And so, I've really developed an entire body of work that I'm now sharing with private personal trainers, private yoga instructors, group studio owners, physical therapists, mental health counselors. So, um, I have a hundred hour teacher training it's called 100 hour steel mace vinyasa teacher training which is a global program and so i'm helping people fast track in these methods of how to understand calibrating the nervous system mindset coaching and especially steel mace mechanics and kinesiology so i'd say that's one aspect is training the the, i call it the next generation of movement coaches and it's a very specific niche people that want to niche into this like program design and and looking at these um, specific populations needs using this modality. Um, And then there's the horizon of, um, I I truly think that based on the research I've done is that people are gravitating more and more towards digital offerings. So app development, especially in the mental health and physical health space, people want to have immediate access. They want to have it at their fingertips and they want to be able to access their coach 24-7 or their therapist 24-7. So my next stage of growth is continuing to produce online content that's really rich and really unique and then bringing that into the app space and i hope to model it after some of these successful uh telehealth and mental health counseling um, apps is to be able to integrate that coaching aspect how can you have access to your coach So it's different than mental therapy, but a similar model where they're able to streamline those services and be able to have access to the connection piece and the accountability piece. And we do provide some of those elements currently with the group class offering, but I think just having that streamline into an app, everything's kind of directing towards apps. So I'd say that's uh, the future of, of movement and wellness coaching.
2: Got it. Karen, what about for you?
4: Yeah, it's so interesting because
5: I feel like actually what's happening in our field in mental health is that we're moving back to analog. Mm -hmm. Um, But in the sense of we are revisiting our ancestors uses of ritual and of sacred plant ceremony um, through a medical lens. So we're being prescribed medication that helps us access these deep unconscious forces. So, um, it's really becomes more about human connection. Like, so I'm getting certified in the multidisciplinary association for psychedelic studies program that has run all the FDA trials and sponsored them, um, for MDMA, LSD, psilocybin, some of the substances. And they have a goal to train 30,000 therapists by 2030 in these medications. And, that training is all about sitting with a client for 8 hours. And so it really is our industry, if you want to call it an industry, is becoming more about presence and practice. And you know, I I think it's moving away from the the telehealth platform and the app just in the psychedelic world. I think there's a whole other cognitive behavioral therapy piece that is going to stay in that realm about behavior change, but then there's this deep movement towards working with the unconscious. So that's what I'm really excited about. That's what I see training a new generation of therapists in is presence and contemplative psychotherapy.
4: Yeah, the ritual piece, I, I completely 100% agree with you on that. And I, I think for me, the ritual comes into our retreats and our in-person events that are strictly in-person and mm-hmm. holding that, that container where we're with people for eight hours. So like people want experiences. So That's the other mm-hmm. switch we've seen is like people don't want to just come in and consume fitness or consume a yoga class, right? They want to come in and have an experience that moves them on a spiritual level, an emotional level, and a yeah. physical level.
5: Yeah. And I mean, the research says in psychedelic medicine that the more intense the mystical experience, the more positive the clinical outcome, which makes total sense um, when you think about it, common sense. Karen,
2: can you repeat that again?
5: <laughs> yeah. So the, they have shown through the research on the psychedelic studies over the past seven years, and actually in 1964 as well, when the scale was developed, is that the more mystical the experience in psychedelic work the better the clinical outcome.
2: So this is a medical study that says this. Oh yeah,
5: yeah, this is medical. I
2: just wanted to make sure the people in the back of the room heard that.
5: (laughs) And that's not to say that actually it's effective whether or not, but there is evidence that says the more mystical, the better. So yes, people want this immersion feeling.
2: Okay, well, we are to our final break. Uh, So stay tuned, we'll be right back.
7: Ask the experts with Western Solar. All right. What is the difference between a premium and an economy solar panel?
8: Well, in general, a premium solar panel is going to be more efficient and degrade slower. It will also have 25-year warranties on both parts and labour. That said, it's also important to know that every design is custom and it may not even be necessary to use premium products. You should explore all of your options with a trained western solar designer to see what makes the most sense
7: for you. Right, and to add to that, it's unfortunately not always clear that you're looking at a bid for a premium system. There are bad actors out there, who will write premium on a system design that is anything but. So make sure you're looking at all the details to check that you're getting the real deal and always, always, always get multiple bids.
8: While that may sound intimidating, we will make it simple for you. Do you have questions about solar? Come visit us on Home Road in Bellingham and online at westernsolarinc.com.
3: Ask the experts with Western Solar, one of the leading providers of renewable energy in the Northwest. Find them today at westernsolarinc.com. This is
6: Russ at Linden Manor Assisted Living. While the world has changed, the needs of our seniors have not. At Linden Manor, we offer independent and assisted living, as well as memory care. It's your private apartment. You don't live at our work, we work in your home. We have 24-hour nursing staff, weekly housekeeping, three daily meals, on-site beauty salon, and activities to keep both mind and body young. Find value in community living. Visit our website at lindenmanor.com or call Janet for more information.
1: Put a frog in boiling water and it'll jump right out. But put a frog in cool water and slowly heat it up, that frog will boil. As veterans, we tell ourselves the lie that we can handle anything. We let the water boil. You are not a frog. If you or a veteran you know needs support, don't wait. Reach out. Find resources at va.gov reach. That's va.gov reach brought to you by the United States Department of Veterans Affairs and the Ad Council.
2: Welcome back to our final segment of the Wop Report. I want to thank both of you so very much for being uh, with us this morning on the show. And like what we tr- like what we try to do with every in the segment of the Walk Report is Kind of a call to action and where to go for more information I, mean, I feel like we barely scratched the surface of the conversation today i know i had a few other questions that i just didn't we didn't get to and so where can people go learn more about you your practice um and maybe some of the stuff that they heard that they're like "Ooh, i maybe want to learn a little bit more about that so karen you lead us off
5: Yeah, so they can start at our website, kinghealthassociates.com, and um, begin to explore what ketamine is. You'll see a description of the treatments, how it works. And then in the next six months, I'm going to be rolling out a training program where i train therapists in the contemplative psychotherapy approach that's being used in the psychedelic research because that's going to be key and clients can also go to our website and read more about the specific therapists that do different modalities that we offer to the community so land on our website and you'll find out a lot about us and ketamine as a psychedelic medicine
2: wonderful summer
4: Sure. Yeah. Local and most people listening here are local. So yeah. flowshala.com. It's just how it sounds. Shala means uh, house. So it's house of flow and shala is spelled S-H-A-L-A. So flow with a W shala.com. And generally folks want to start with an intro trial to group, or they want to try an intro trial to private coaching. So we have uh intro versions of both of those offerings we have strictly online so everything's on the website we have a teacher training tab we have a retreats tab we have workshop tabs everything's very well organized there that's one place that you can research us and send us info also flow shala on instagram and then if you just google my name or go to youtube and put my name in summer huntington you'll see a myriad of videos where you can see the steel mace vinyasa in action
2: wonderful thank you both so much for joining me on the show this morning good luck into the rest of 2022 uh and i look forward to seeing you both soon
4: thank you thanks guys